Good morning, I'm Pastor Gillespie from St. John Evangelical Lutheran Church and School, Sherman Center, Random Lake, Wisconsin. Good to have you with us here today for our Congregation of Prayer, a guide for daily meditation and prayer around God's Word. It's Friday, December 3rd, 2021. And today we'll uh, wrap up our catechesis on some of the texts of prayer as we continue to confess uh, the Lord's Prayer as our catechism. Next week, our readings will take a turn and we'll start to prepare ourselves uh, for Christmas, all right, with our daily catechesis. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. I believe in God the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and sits at the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Christian Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. Say our memory verse together. Prophecy never came by the will of man, but holy men of God spoke as they were moved by the Holy Spirit. 2 Peter 1, verse 21. Spirit. Uh, the Hebrew word for spirit is ruach, which can be translated as, as spirit or breath or wind. And you see this in Jesus when he talks about the spirit blows when and where he wills, and we don't know the sound of it. So it is with the Holy Spirit, right? And uh, so wind, spirit, and breath all go together. Uh, the breath of God comes by the way of the Holy Spirit through the Word, and that gives life, right? So we confess in the Nicene Creed, for example, that the Holy Spirit is the Lord and giver of life. Uh, when God breathes on men, it brings them life. And then, but also he breathes when he speaks, right? So as he speaks the Word of God to the holy men, um, they were moved, right? The wind moves them, but literally brings breath into them, and they are inspired, Right? like expires to breathe out, inspire, breath comes into them, um, and they record that word which is breathed into them. Right? So that's our doctrine of the inspiration of Scripture, is that it's given by the Holy Spirit, uh, working through men as instruments, instruments to deliver God's word to us. Our psalm this week is Psalm 135. We pray. Praise the Lord, praise the name of the Lord, give praise, O servants of the Lord, who stand in the house of the Lord, in the courts of the house of our God. Praise the Lord, for he is good, sing to his name, for it is pleasant, for the Lord has chosen Jacob for himself, Israel as his own possession. For I know that the Lord is great, and that our Lord is above all gods. Whatever the Lord does or pleases, he does, in heaven and on earth, in the seas and all the deeps. He it is who makes the clouds rise at the end of the earth, and who makes lightnings for the rain, and brings forth the wind from his storehouses. He it was who struck down the firstborn of Egypt, both of man and of beast, who in your midst, O Egypt, sent signs and wonders against Pharaoh and all his servants, who struck down many nations and killed mighty kings. Sihon, king of the Amorites, and Og, king of Bashan, and all the kingdoms of Canaan, and gave their land as a heritage, a heritage to his people Israel. 
Your name, O Lord, endures forever. Your renown, O Lord, throughout all ages. For the Lord will vindicate his people and have compassion on his servants. The idols of the nations are silver and gold, the work of human hands. They have mouths, but do not speak. They have eyes, but do not see. They have ears, but do not hear. Nor is there any breath in their mouths. Those who make them become like them. So do all who trust in them. O house of Israel, bless the Lord. O house of Aaron, bless the Lord. O house of Levi, bless the Lord. You who fear the Lord, bless the Lord. Blessed be the Lord from Zion. He who dwells in Jerusalem, praise the Lord. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. So, as we were talking about with breath, you can see here in verses 16 and 17, well, and really 15 through 17, that the idols of the earth have no breath in them. In other words, they do because they are not given life by the Holy Spirit, they are dead, right? Unable to speak, to see, and to hear. Okay, our first reading today, as we continue our catechesis on prayer, is from Philippians chapter 1. I thank my God upon every remembrance of you, always in every prayer of mine, making request for you all with joy for your fellowship in the gospel from the first day until now, being confident of this very thing, that he who has begun a good work in you will complete it until the day of Jesus Christ just as it is right for me to think this of you all, because I have you in my heart, inasmuch as both in my chains and in the defense and confirmation of the gospel, you are all partakers with me of grace. For God is my witness how greatly I long for you all with the affection of Jesus Christ. And this I pray, that your love may abound still more and more in knowledge and all discernment, and that you may approve the things that are excellent, and that you may be sincere and without offense till the day of Christ, being filled with the fruits of righteousness, which are by Jesus Christ, to the glory and praise of God. There ends the reading. All right, so Paul um, begins many of his letters similarly, right, with his prayers, where he uh, rehearses the prayers that he offers on behalf of that church um, for them in the letter. So he, he tells them what he has been praying for in them. Of course, this is to encourage them uh, to pray themselves for the same things, uh, but also to recognize that uh, these are the gifts that the apostle uh, asks the Spirit to, to bring about right in their life. Um, you'll notice um, what they are, right? Um, let's see. That he who has begun the good work in you will complete until the day of Jesus Christ. What, what are they? That they be partakers of him of grace, that is God's giving. Right, so what does he pray for? That your love, verse nine, may abound still more and more in all, in all, excuse me, in knowledge and all discernment. Right, so love for the neighbor, love, love for God too, but love for neighbor in knowledge and discernment. Right, um, looking about and seeing what what is that hand, and showing love for those in need with discernment, approving the things that are excellent. Of course, rejecting those things that which are not so that you may be sincere, truthful, right, and without offense to others until um, the day of Jesus Christ, that God's, um, the fruits that God promises would abound in them, the fruits of righteousness. That's the fruits of the forgiveness of sins in Jesus Christ, right, that you would forgive one another freely as Christ has forgiven you to the glory and praise of God, right? 
Is that not revealing to others um, who God is? Christians forgiving one another freely for Christ, in Christ's name, for Christ's sake. What a better what better witness could there be? And that's what Paul is praying that the church in Philippi uh, would receive by way of the Spirit. All right, more reading uh, for catechesis. Now we're uh, with Jesus. Uh, again, during Holy Week, we've had a lot of Jesus' prayers during Holy Week. Now praying in the Garden of Gethsemane. Um, this is comparable to what we heard, uh, let's see, it would have been on Tuesday when we heard the high priestly prayer. Was that Tuesday? Yeah, Tuesday. All right, that's as recorded by John, uh, John being close to Jesus at the time of uh, his prayer in the garden. Here with Matthew, Mark, and Luke, we'll read Matthew's account. Um, they're at a distance, right? So they they know less of the words that Jesus prayed. All right. Then Jesus came with them to a place called Gethsemane and said to the disciples, sit here while I go and pray over there. And he took with him Peter and the two sons of Zebedee, and he began to be sorrowful and deeply distressed. And he said to them, my soul is exceedingly sorrowful, even to death. Stay here and watch with me. He went a little farther and fell on his face and prayed, saying, O my father, if it is possible, let this cup pass from me. Nevertheless, not as I will, but as you will. Then he came to the disciples and found them sleeping and said to Peter, What? Could you not watch with me one hour? Watch and pray, lest you enter into temptation. The spirit indeed is willing, but the flesh is weak. Again, a second time, he went away and prayed, saying, O my father, if this cup cannot pass away from me unless I drink it, your will be done. And he came and found them sleeping again, for their eyes were heavy. (laughs) So he left them and went away again and prayed the third time, saying the same words. Then he came to his disciples and said to them, Are you still sleeping and resting? Behold, the hour is at hand, and the Son of Man is betrayed into the hands of sinners. There ends the reading. Uh, before we do our catechesis, I see in the chat, I pray this passage uh, for my kids and grandkids. That's actually a, a wonderful, um, I think, practical advice, is to look at these uh, prayerful petitions that Paul offers, like in Ephesians and Philippians and Colossians, um, Thessalonians, uh, I think Corinthians too. Yeah, Corinthians. Mm, Corinthians doesn't start quite the same. Um, but look at those and let those be a model prayer for you as you pray for all those um, for whom you have oversight, right? Uh, as a parent over children, especially grandchildren. Also, of course, pastor to congregation. All right, so some catechesis here. Um, I've kind of warned you already, but it's worth reiterating. Uh, what night did this take place? The Garden of Gethsemane? This is the night he was betrayed, right? And arrested. And this Garden of Gethsemane is on, um, where is that? Do you remember? It's on the Mount of Olives, right? Yeah. Which disciples did Jesus take with him, apart from the others, uh, to pray? You have Peter and the two sons of Zebedee. So kind of the inner circle, if you like, uh, James and John being the two sons. All right. Before the first petition, note what it says here. Was the condition of Jesus? Yeah, it says he was sorrowful and deeply distressed. Why? Why was he sorrowful? Well, he knows what is to come, right? That he is already now and has been since his baptism, bearing the burden of all uh, men's griefs and sorrows. And of course, he's looking forward to the cross where he will suffer and die uh, for the sake of all men. 
Um, he gives a very simple instruction to the disciples. What does he say to them? Yeah, st stay here and watch with me. That's it. Watch. Watch. Lift up your heads for your redemption is drawing near, you might say. Watch and pray as we talked about yesterday. What does Jesus pray in the first prayer here? Let this cup pass from me if it is possible. All right. Um, now there's two cups that might be at him, that he might be thinking of. Um, is he thinking of the cup of blessing, which we bless? Is it not a participation in the body or blood of Christ? Yeah, as Paul says in First Corinthians, that would be the the cup we receive in the Lord's Supper. Um, I think so, right? Um, but you'll note there is also the cup of God's wrath, right? That He drinks to the dregs, and these two cups are brought together really in Jesus. So that when we receive the cup of blessing, we don't receive God's wrath, but we rather receive uh, the benefits of his suffering and death under God's wrath. And rather than experience his wrath, we receive um, his forgiveness. That is, the glory of God is revealed in us. So yes, the cup that Jesus drinks, he drinks the wrath of God to its dregs, and then in a sense, he fills it up with his forgiveness, life, and salvation, if you want to think of it that way. All right. And maybe also thinking of, uh, we'll see, well, it was just a, a little bit before, yeah, uh, the cup which I'm about to drink, you're not able to drink it, he says. How does he conclude his prayer? Let it pass from me, but not, nevertheless, not as I will, but as you will. Sounds like the Lord's Prayer, right? Thy will be done. Hmm. Uh, what were the disciples doing? Sleeping. <laughs> Uh, when had Jesus previously spoken about sleeping? It was actually in his catechesis just in the previous chapter. Do you remember what parable involves sleeping? We just heard it on the last Sunday of the church here. Yeah, that's the parable of the ten virgins, right? They all fell asleep, right? And this is all before he's anointed for burial, all the upper room discourse, etc. Yeah. Um, Jesus particularly addresses Peter, right? He said to Peter, what could you not wait, uh, watch with me one hour? Why would he um, do so? What had Peter dared to boast of? It was right, actually, uh, in chapter 26, verse 35. So just one verse before where we started our reading today. This is what Peter had just said. Even if I have to die with you, I will not deny you. And he, so he said to all the disciples. Even if I have to die with you, I'll not die, um, deny you, right? Well, so, of course, sleeping and death are analogous for Jesus. So, falling asleep is, in a sense, that he has died, right? Uh, what is meant, then, by the spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak? The spirit, indeed, is willing, but the flesh is weak, right? Watch and pray, lest you enter into temptation, uh, for this, you might think of uh, the catechesis from the Apostle uh, in Romans chapter 7. Well, let's see where I'm going to jump in here. For we know that the law is spiritual, but I am carnal, sold under sin. For what I am doing, I do not understand. For what I will to do, that I do not practice. But what I hate, that I do. If then I do what I will not will not to do, I agree with the law that it is good. But now it is no longer I who do it, but sin that dwells in me. For I know that in me, that is in my flesh, 
nothing good dwells. For to will is present with me, but how to perform what is good, I do not find. For the good that I will to do, I do not do, but the evil I will not to do, that I practice. Now, if I do what I will not to do, it is no longer I who do it, but sin that dwells in me. I find then a law that evil is present with me, the one who wills to do good. For I delight in the law of God according to the inward man, but I see another law in my members, warring against the law of my mind, and bringing me into captivity to the law of sin which is in my members. O wretched man that I am, who will deliver me from this body of death? I thank God through Jesus Christ our Lord. So then, with the mind, I myself serve the law of God, but with the flesh, the law of sin. All right? So the spirit indeed is willing, but the flesh, the noose, the noi, uh, is willing, but the flesh is weak. Yeah. So in faith, we long to do the will of God. We might summarize it that way. Um, but however, the old Adam, the flesh in us, still does evil. And these two are at war with each other. Um, I like to describe this uh, in the way of Galatians, not Romans, but Galatians as a civil war, an internal warfare. How many times does Jesus pray? This is worth noting. He prayed a third time, right? Yeah. Saying the same words. What hour was near? The hour is at hand. What hour is that? Yes, the hour that he would be betrayed into the hands of men. And who betrayed Jesus, of course? Judas, who's right there. All right, a meditation then, regards to prayer. Here is a reminder that faith must always live in the wisdom of the virgins, Matthew 25. That is, must cling to the word of God alone. Oil for our lamps, right? Our experience is that we often are drowsy and get caught up in temptation, and we will certainly all fall asleep in the sleep of death. Our spirit is willing, that is, in faith we long to do the will of God. However, our flesh is weak, that is, the old Adam in us still does evil. So it is that Christ drank the cup of his Father's wrath for us, that we might drink the cup of blessing, that is, the cup of the forgiveness of sins in the Lord's Supper. Our Lord watches over us and prays for us even when we fall asleep now or in the hour of our death. Beautiful. All right, we'll continue with the Catechism. Introduction. Our Father who art in heaven, what does this mean? With these words, God tenderly invites us to believe that we are his true Father, or he is our true Father, and that we are his true children, so that with all boldness and confidence we may ask him as dear children ask their dear Father. What's the first petition? Hallowed be thy name. What does this mean? God's name is certainly holy in itself, but we pray in this petition that it may be kept holy among us also. How is God's name kept holy? God's name is kept holy when the word of God is taught in its truth and purity, and we, as the children of God, also lead holy lives according to it. Help us to do this, dear Father in heaven. But anyone who teaches or lives contrary to God's word profanes the name of God among us. Protect us from this, Heavenly Father. We pray. Heavenly Father, you hallow your name among us when your word is taught in its truth and purity, and we, when we, as your dear children, also lead holy lives according to it. We give thanks to you for the gift of your word, for our par- pastors, parents, and others who teach it, and for the holy lives of all your faithful Christians who live according to it. 
Forgive us for the many ways in which we profane your holy name among us by failing to teach your word in a truth and purity, to pray for our pastors and teachers, or to lead holy lives. Protect us from false doctrine and evil living. Help all who are called to teach and preach your word to do so with faithfulness, and grant us to receive your word rightly, that our lives may be made holy by it. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Pray the Collect for this week. Stir up your power, O Lord, and come, that by your protection we may be rescued from the threatening perils of our sins and saved by your mighty deliverance. For you live and reign with the Father and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. We pray this day for the preaching of the Holy Cross of our Lord Jesus Christ, for its spread throughout the whole world, for the persecuted, and for the sick and dying. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. Pray this day in Thanksgiving with Alexi, who celebrates birthday. Also pray with Mina, who celebrates her baptism. We pray for the households of our congregation, especially this week, for that of James, Robert, Clarence and Linda, Carl, Jackie, and Chris. We continue to pray for those ill, receiving treatment, or recovering, especially Marcella, Kelsey, Frank, Joel, Rhonda, Amanda, Dan, and Timothy, Janice, Sandy, Colin, Ken, Norman, Sandy, Kathy, Jim, and Elaine, and Mike. Pray for our homebound Bev, David, Roy, Willis, Mickey, and Paul. Pray for our mission of the month, a place of refuge, asking the Lord to give us generous hearts to support their work. We ask the Lord for comfort in adversity and true peace of conscience as we face the evil day. And we pray with Barb and Gary and their family as they grieve the death of Verna. For all this, let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. As our Supreme Court uh, will deliberate and um, give us their ruling on uh, the Mississippi abortion case, uh, we're going to pray for them and for all those whose uh, responsibility it is to protect the unborn, not um, to promote their death. Almighty and everlasting God, you rule all things in heaven and on earth. Give your wisdom to the leaders of this government and to our courts and of all the nations throughout the world that they may seek to govern with justice and compassion. As they create policies and legislation, cause them to defend the lives of all people cradle to grave. We pray for judges and court officials that they may seek to do what is right in your eyes and that all their decisions be founded in justice and truth. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O author of life, you, do not reject our, you did not reject our first parents who chose themselves over your promised care, but you gave them the hope of a marvelous salvation from sin's futility and leaves Eve's very offspring. Turn the hearts of all who will not know you, who believe they hold the power of life and death, and who trust in the choices of their sinful heart over the promises of God. Bring them into the knowledge of what is good, that they may know the profound value of human, all human life, which you have created and redeemed, and the everlasting truth of salvation in the offspring who has crushed the ser- Satan's head forever. Through the same Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. 
I thank you, my Heavenly Father, through Jesus Christ, your dear Son, that you have kept me this night from all harm and danger, and I pray that you would keep me this day also from sin and every evil, that all my doings in life may please you. For into your hands I commend myself, my body and soul and all things. Let your holy angel be with me, that the evil foe may have no power over me. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Amen. All right, let's sing our hymn. Stanzas one through three of Savior of the Nations Come. That's our congregation of prayer for today, Friday, December 3rd, 2021. It's good to have you with us. Again, uh, you can gather with us tomorrow morning at 9 a.m. for prayer, uh, unless you're able to be here in person, uh, and then 9 a.m. or shortly around there um, is the deck the halls, right? So we're going to decorate the church. So I'll be doing prayer. There'll be people decorating. Now you can obviously uh, watch and listen to the prayer later in the day. Um, I, if you can, it'll all help. <laughs> It'd be a great blessing. Um, also, um, I don't have all the details, but you can talk to either Marla or uh, Jenny Rotfit about uh, decorating the float, which will be in the afternoon. It's in somebody's workshop. I don't know all the details, uh, but if you can help the school out with that. I probably actually do know the details. It's probably on a sheet here somewhere on my desk. And uh, yeah, so it is Christmas float. Uh, we'll be working at the float at 10 a.m. in a heated garage. If you'd like more information, talk to the office. Okay, so that's the, the details there. All right, so Lord be with you all. Uh, keep you safe. We'll see you again tomorrow.